A beautiful Sunday to all of you. Thank you for joining me, Father Ron here, for Breaking Open the Word. And our gospel today is the very beginning of the gospel of uh, Mark, chapter 1. And it says this. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And as he passed the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. And so they left their nets and followed Jesus. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. And Jesus called them. And so they dropped everything left their father Zebedee in the boat <laughs> along with the hired men and followed Jesus. That's our gospel. I just, I got to laugh a little bit because all I could think of is, my gosh, if I would have done that to my dad and just left him to do all the work and take off, I think I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> Anyway, folks, thanks again for joining me. You know, I have to start by telling you this. At evening prayer with my community the other night, there was this most beautiful refrain to the scripture in the prayer that said, I shall know the fullness of joy when I see your face, O Lord. So, isn't that beautiful? I shall know the fullness of joy when I see your face, O Lord. Not just joy, but the fullness of it, the face of Jesus. <laughs> Lucky those who have already gone, indeed. And today's scripture, friends, that we just heard gives us the direction of how to get there to the face of Jesus. As humans, you know, especially in this world we live in today, we have a tendency to put things off, right? I mean, you know that. Good intentions, pure desires, but in the end, so often we get distracted from seeing those things through. <laughs> you know, that's why we all have those books on our bookshelf <laughs> or Kindles that have yet to be read. It's why we still have that gym membership but haven't lost much weight. <laughs> it's why our car is still filthy. The gar garbage disposal is still making that horrible sound. We just never get to what we want to get to, despite our desire, our wanting to do so. And we're reminded in our gospel today that the same is true in our spiritual life. I think I'm safe to say that all of you with me in prayer today share a similar hunger and a desire deep in your heart for God as, as I do. 
I mean, I know that God is here. I know that. He is with me. He is in me. But I want, you know, I want that romance to blossom. I, I want to live more of my life for him, not me. You know, I want more of my attention, more of my time given to God instead of, you know, Netflix. I do. I want that so badly. But, you know, like my dirty car and overstuffed bookshelf and expired gym membership, the desire oftentimes gets diluted amongst a sea of other things that commands my attention. And the clear message in our scripture today is as practical as it is arresting. It's saying, Jesus is saying, you want that in your life? You desire that in your heart to be with me, to live for me, with me? Jesus says, then just do it. <laughs> and yeah, I know that's the Nike tagline, but they got it from Jesus. He's saying to us today, now is the time. Forget the excuses and definitely throw away the poster that says one step at a time. <laughs> because our gospel today is saying not one step, Jump in with both feet at the same time, in the deep end. Give it your all. Follow me. Our gospel, it's the opening of Mark. And in one short sentence, Jesus gives us the thesis of his ministry and his life as Savior and Messiah. He says, the kingdom of God is at hand. It is here and it is now. That's what he says. And what is the kingdom? It is Jesus. Jesus is the incarnation of all that the kingdom is about. You know, mercy and forgiveness, beauty, kindness, compassion, generosity, and yes, the fullness of joy. Have you accepted that kingdom into your life? Does Jesus command your attention and desire? Does he sit on the throne? You notice that Jesus does not say that the kingdom of God is coming soon. Get ready. You better start thinking about it. No. Instead, it's now, he says. It's immediate. Reform your lives and believe. Profess and commit to what is before you and in you. Today is the day. And that is why we also, in the gospel, have these two beautiful examples of his disciples, of men who did just that. You know, Jesus steps before them, like us, and invites them into a relationship 
with himself. And what do they do upon hearing that invitation? They jump in, <laughs> both feet. It says they turn their backs on their livelihood, their security, fishing, and they just blindly followed Jesus with this amazing trust. And then later on, James and John, two more guys, turns their backs on their beloved father, their own family, and abandons everything for Jesus. I mean, surely no one would have blamed them for asking Jesus for a little time, just a day or two, to get things in order, to say goodbye, to hug their mom. They jump in because the kingdom is at hand before them. And friends, that's the question it left with me. It left me with, sorry, um, upon reflection. As someone who also desires that kind of relationship with Jesus that those disciples had, that is transformative and perfumes everything else in my life, the question then is this, I think. What do I need to turn my back on in my life to let go of right now in order to follow Jesus more faithfully? What has been sitting on my bookshelf of life gathering dust that maybe today I'm being asked to dust off. Maybe for some of you might be asking that same question. I hope so. And maybe some of you, maybe who haven't gotten back into a weekly commitment to worship and mass every Sunday since COVID, maybe it means turning your back on enjoying that laid back, lazy Sunday morning and actually dressing up and going to church. Maybe some of you have been considering volunteering somewhere, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul to help others, the local food bank, or, or, or maybe even something like being a lector at your church or singing in the choir, and you just put it off, put it off. Today, you're being urged to just do it. Let go, turn your back on the fear, the laziness, the whatever it is, and jump in. The kingdom is right now. I know what I'm doing. What I'm doing is recommitting myself to spending time in spiritual reading every day. Something where I learn more about my faith or that inspires me to live that faith, the kingdom, and to know Jesus more intimately. It's so important. And yet, so every month I get the book that we use at the God Minute for our book club. Some great selections. And every month I begin and then other things get in the way. It's buried. Or I let get 
buried. I'm going to change that today. We all know how easy it is to fall into a rut. You know, especially, at least for us in the Northern Hemisphere, when winter comes and things slow down, we just kind of coast rather than drive. We fall into patterns of behavior that pull us away from who we want to be. So, join me, friends. <laughs> Figure out what you're going to turn your back on to say no to in your life so that you can start this week to give a louder and, and bolder yes to Jesus and the kingdom to which he is calling you. And we can pray for each other as we do that because we're going to need it. Okay. Folks, thanks so much for joining me today. God's blessing be upon you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.